illustrious King Julian, self-proclaimed Lord of the Lemurs, etc., etc. Well, hello everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the King Julian Podcast. I am your host, Julian, as always. And with me is the repeated guest I've had for the last six months. Derek Owens and William Stuberfield. Gentlemen, how are we after this full weekend of Batman? Uh, how are we how are we feeling so far before we jump into the movie? How are we feeling so far, gentlemen? Oh, feeling pretty good. Um, you know, we just got off Friday opening night. Well, it's really Thursday opening night, but Friday opening night for everybody else. And say the early premiere. You know, you got to see the Batman start off the weekend good after work. So, you know. I, I was satisfied. I was satisfied. Well, I will, I'll get into more details about it, but um, I'm satisfied for this first entry into the Matt Reeves uh, retelling of the Dark Knight story. Okay. All right. William, what about you, sir? Yeah, I, I enjoyed. I enjoyed seeing the movie. You know, it was good to be back in theaters again. You know, I although it wasn't the same theater experience as Spider Man. Um, it was still a good theater experience. Um, you know, it's definitely a much more serious theater experience than Spider-Man was. Spider-Man was more like fan service. Um, this movie was more, it was fan service, but fans, I feel like Batman fans are just like critique more. <laughs> like, like they're sitting there critiquing them like, <laughs> they better do this. Batman better not do this. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Whereas Spider-Man fans are just fucking happy to see Spider-Man. <laughs> so, not just that. Three Spider-Man at the same time. Yeah, three Spider-Man. So, you know. And, uh, and that's wild that you say that. Because, like, my experience at the movie. Oh, well, hold on. Before I go into that. Anything else you would like to add there, sir? Well, all I'm saying is it was, it was good. I enjoyed it. The, the movies. It's a beautiful movie. Okay. So, to William's point. Um. I was kind of confused by all the, the reviews I've been watching on Twitter and uh, Facebook. We're going to name these publishers later down the podcast because I was confused. But calling out of this movie, I was like, I I really had, I, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I had expectations, but they were like, all right, just be a passable Batman movie. I'll be fine. And I I kind of was like, wow, all right, cool. I'm pretty happy about that. Um, we're gonna get into my thoughts later, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm. This is not my harp on it yet. We're not gonna talk about that just yet. But before we get into our general thoughts about this movie, let's let's just say some general thoughts so far. Not general thoughts. General details about it so far. This is our first solo, and I'm gonna repeat this again. First solo Batman movie in ten years. I don't give a fuck about Justice League, Batman versus Superman. None of that. This is his first solo Batman movie since 2012. Get off my hot horse. People have been up on my butt about this not his only solo movie. It is. Don't 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 quote. Not, I'm not dealing with this right now. So this is Batman's rude. The disrespect. He no, we do not call Batman versus Superman. We do not call Justice League 80 Batman solo films. The only movie I would hardly, and I mean hardly argue that's a Batman solo film is Joker. But even Bruce is not even in that. It's the Joker movie. So no, this I mean, is the baby last. Bruce is in there. <laughs> again this is the first uh this is the last batman solo movie we had since 2012 you are answering my point correctly my point so to that point 
Sorry Matt Reeves. <laughs> mm, we're going to talk about them fans in a moment. <laughs> Anyways, um, Ben Affleck was supposed to direct this movie. Unfortunately, it was helmed to Matt Reeves, and Matt Reeves kind of said, no, nah, reboot, and did his own universe. It stars Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne Batman, Zoe Kravitz as Selena Kyle Catwoman, Paul Dano as Edward Thatcher or Riddler. We'll talk about that later. Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon. John Turturro as the one and only Carmine Falcone. Me, um, if you want to call him Falcone, that's your business, but it's Italian. I'm going to say Falcone um, and a couple of others. This was released on March 4th. At this current moment, the movie holds an 86% on Rotten Tomatoes and an 89% audience score. 89%. I'm like, huh, interesting. But we'll get to that later. And as of now, as a day of the recording, this movie holds a box office of $258 million in the box office compared to its $180 to $200 million budget. It is the fourth highest grossing movie of 2022 at the moment. It is behind, I believe, number three is, oh, yeah, I forgot. Number three is Tom Holland's Uncharted movie, which, uh, uh, yeah, we're not going to talk about that. And two other um, Asian country movies, Too Cool to Kill and The Battle of Lake Changing the Second, they're all Asian films. Uh, we, I, They're not in America, so we can't really watch them. So, yeah, they're they're all from China. So. Besides that, this is the second greatest domestic U.S. international movie. But before I go any further, before I talk about how hyped I was or how I felt about this movie, William, we're going to start with you this time since Derek started us off about how he felt. General thoughts. What were your general thoughts of watching this movie after you watched uh, The Batman this past weekend? With no spoilers, right? No spoilers. <laughs> this is. I'll give the fans this. This is the no spoiler territory. I will give you your spoiler warning when we get to that point. But yes, no spoilers. Okay. So, um, my general thoughts. This this movie was a well. It was. It's. You know, me and my coworkers kind of talked about it today. It's it's a movie that has very good character development for Batman. I feel like everything that is the essentials of Batman. They kind of. They kind of point at in this movie, um, so I think they did that very, very well without doing too much of the uh, with too much of the origin story. You know, we too much of the the uh, Martha and Thomas getting shot in the alleyway. You know, <laughs> um, and the beads every time, or not the beads, I think <laughs> the, beads. the pearls, <laughs> the pearls breaking and dropping on the on the concrete on the ground. I've seen that so many times. I. I, I I see it in my dreams, honestly. So <laughs> honestly, he's not even lying. He's not lying, no. He's not uh, lying. He's like, what? Like in the very first Batman 80, 89, forever. Uh, what? Dark Batman begins. They showed in Joker too. And Joker, right? And Joker and Batman vs Superman. Jesus Christ! Uh, the yeah. pearls are yeah, never gonna get out of my sight. Pearls, <laughs> pearls keep they keep dropping. Those coral pearls. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. <laughs> Yeah, so I think I think that is is a good thing. I think the cinematography is amazing. The lighting, the coloring, the the everything uh is 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 quite quite beautiful uh in the movie. Um I think the casting is pretty well done. I have some nitpicks here and there, but uh I I think it's pretty well done. Um but overall I think it's a it's 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 a solid movie. Um, you know, it, it, 
it's a good movie that's never gonna you know i I feel like there's never gonna be a movie that replaced dark knight so you know that's that's hard to do but i feel like when you come into i feel like what matt reese did is he came into the movie like okay i'm not gonna beat dark knight but i'm damn sure gonna try to get close to it and he did he did a good job so i'll give him that okay all right Derek, sir I actually feel the same. I actually feel like this was a very decent movie. We got so much character depth for all of the, for at least for the major characters. Like, I feel as if there's four main characters that they gave really good character depth for. Like William said, we have nitpicks here and there, but I feel as if they did a great job diving into what drives each of these characters and why they do what they do. And... Okay. You know, I liked. Uh, I'm, uh, we'll talk about this later with likes, but um, you know what? What we liked, what we enjoyed about this film, but like everything throughout. Um, although it was may have it may seem too long, but I think every detail and everything, every sequence that was happening, I think it was all needed because it gave us a little bit of everything at each of the characters. So okay, okay, I. I understand that. And I think I'm going to go a little bit higher as per usual, unfortunately. But I will say this. I I honestly did not expect that much from Matt Reeves. As we mentioned, he did the Planet of the Apes movies. Well, Dawn and uh, War. And so I was like, okay, well, sure. But can he do a Batman movie? And boy, did he prove me right. This man can, well, prove me wrong. Um, he He had my hesitations a little bit. At first, when I watched the trailer, I was like, this looks good, but is it going to be good? And boy, did he deliver. I enjoyed this movie a lot. Um, to those, I've watched this film twice. I, I watched it Thursday night, and then I watched it Friday night. And I can honestly say I did not expect this movie to be well done as much as it did. Like William said, and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it here. So people don't believe me. I do have a hot take. I did it. I'm addition to what I'm about to say, but it, it is what it is. It is not better than a dark Knight. It is a very great movie. A hot take is that is this. I think this is the best comic book live adaptation of Batman. This is probably the best comic book movie of Batman that we have. Not the best Batman movie. And I will go into further detail with that later. But this movie is basically what I wanted Batman to be, at least in his initial like intro to Batman. And Matt Reeves, Robert Pattinson, and the entire cast does a great job. As Derek mentioned, and William mentioned, there's a few nitpicks, or for me, nitpicks. Some dislikes for both of them, uh, I would assume. But for me, we're nitpicks with this movie. But all in all, I really thoroughly enjoyed this movie. And after watching it a second time, I was like, yeah, this 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 is my stamp of approval. Matt Reeves, you did the damn thing. So before I jump into it, Derek, let's start with you. What were some of your likes? What were some of the things non-spoilery before we get into spoilers in in a couple of moments? What were some of your non-spoilery likes about this film? Um, I like um, you might y'all might have disagreements on this, but for his initial. For his at least first three years of Batman, it um I liked I well, I'm gonna say not like I appreciated the suit design and the Batmobile. I feel as if that it was a little bit dumb. I feel as if the Batmobile kind of paid um 
it um it of course it was a whole different design, but as far as it's like you know look and everything, its whole general layout, I feel as if it was similar to you know what we will eventually see later on down the line, and it did look like um uh, the Batmobile from the comics. Um, okay. I. Well, I guess I could. Um, I guess I can uh, say this for it to not not sound spoilery. Um, <laughs> I made up that word. Um, the chemistry between each of the cast members and their just their it just felt organic. It felt like it yes. felt like it was overacting, and it, it felt like they could actually talk to each other, especially between certain characters. You can feel that the interactions were really genuine, and you can feel that they acted their they performed their butts off. Um, the setting for Gotham this film, it, it felt updated, but just the overall look and lighting of the film, I actually kind of felt like I was watching like a uh, more updated Gotham version of the Batman uh, 1989 the Tim Gotham Burns? setting. Okay. Yeah, like okay. this Gotham setting actually felt very dark and, um, you know, it felt like Gotham designed by its, um, you know, with the setting and the lighting for it. Um, great action sequences throughout. A lot of people complained. Uh, some, some, some of my friends and classmates said that they were upset because there wasn't enough action sequences throughout. But the story kind of makes up for it. But to me, any even the ch- even there was a certain chase scene uh, later on down the film. I don't want to spoil it, but there was action sequences all throughout. I'm I'm not gonna lie to people. I'm not gonna lie. I'm sorry for fans if I offend y'all, but I don't understand why. I don't understand why people thought that there was enough action in this film. There was there was, there was, there was so plenty. much action in this film. It was because one of my friends was talking about. Fence was like, eh, "Don't watch this movie with eh, Don't watch this." And I was like, "Why?" And so it's a comment because I saw why he said. It was an action scene. You don't see Batman beat up people. Really? I think about this entire film. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> that was a weird take. Okay. <laughs> um, the story progresses. Um, I don't want to get too spoilery, but there's um, there's a there's a certain part close to the end where I really appreciated that a lot. To look. That that will lead to a lot of great opportunities later on down the line. They better they better do what I hope they're gonna do with what they did at the end of the film. We're not talking about it yet. Yeah, we're not talking about it yet. Territory. And just like what William. Oh yeah, and I did say the cast was great. Paul Dano and Jolly Kravitz were the highlights of this film. That's are my two highlights. I agree. I completely agree. They were, oh my God, they were great. And then my last one, like William said earlier, the cinematography. The cinematography, especially for the action sequences, they were, they were, I, I loved it. I loved Greg Frazier. Yeah, Greg Frazier knows how to goddamn shoot something. Um, He did Rogue One. He did, I want to say, Zero Dark Thirty, Dune, and a couple of other movies where he got nominated for it. And he did, hey, and also Derek, he did some episodes of Mandalorian. That man knows how to shoot some damn. Oh, and shoot every some Mandalorian. Shit. Almost, I'm not gonna say all, all of them, but almost every episode of Mandalorian, the 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 cinematography was good and the lighting was good too. So now I know that if he did it, then yeah, he did a great job. This man did the damn thing. Man did the damn yeah. thing. Okay, <laughs> William. So that's what it. about you? Yeah. All right, William. What about you, sir? What were some of your likes about this film? Um. Uh, I'm just gonna simply put Falcone. 
<laughs> you like John Turturro as Falcone? Dude, he, right. he's, he's, yeah. he did a great job, man. That, that, that dude, yeah, that was some good acting. I, I was on the edge of my seat watching that guy act. And the accents, mwah, I felt like I was eating pizza right there. <laughs> what's so wild is... <laughs> no, but he's so true, though. What's so wild is, it's wild that you put an Italian to act as an Italian instead of like you did in Batman Begins, you put some white man to be Falcone. And... Boy, did John Turturro know how to play in his roots. And not yeah. only did he do that, like William said, I I didn't think I cared for a scrawny, and I hate to say this about John Turturro, I didn't think I cared for a scrawny Fal- Carmine Falcone. But boy, if his presence didn't make you feel like you were scared of him, regardless of where he was, you're like, yeah. all, right, all right, bro. Okay, bro. Um, yeah, even the penguin was was pretty good too. Like he he his oh, his so character. Yeah, I wish they could have did a little bit more with like making him look like the penguin, but because uh, in some shots it made him look like he had like the, a little beak with his nose. Yes, yes, yes. I was yes. gonna say that. But yes. then in other no, shots it didn't. It was weird. Uh, yeah, it did. Shots, so. So, I thought the, I thought the nose felt like I, the nose. I mean, then again, don't forget some of the lighting kind of made me. But then again, I thought the nose was always bigger throughout because I noticed no, that the entire no, film. Was no. So so no, we can't talk about it in spoiler. I think we, it was just the lighting. Territory. It's the lighting. Yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll, I we'll, we'll talk about it in spoiler. We're gonna talk about it in spoiler territory because I love something about what Colin Farrell did with his acting that helped progress the story. We won't. I'll hold that off just yet. But in that scene specifically, or in that series of scenes specifically, William is a right. I was like, wait a minute. Your beak is there in that scene. But then when we get to after this said scene, I don't see the beak. What's going on here? And I think it's like what William said. I think it's the lighting. But we'll talk about that down the line. But I think he's a good actor. Um, I I think um, uh, Catwoman, who is she? She's Zoe Kravitz. Yeah. Oh, man. She a baddie. Um, (laughs) She she did a great job, too. Um, I, I have some nitpicks still, but she she did a good job acting wise um uh but um i over like i overall I, like i said the, the lighting the, the cinematography the story the development you know the the action like action was great like i don't know how yeah your friend derek he's he's he, he got some issues thinking that they're not fighting like, <laughs> Batman was oh, kicking yeah. some ass, and I, I appreciate it so much. Serious yeah, hands. I, he was I love seeing. Hands. Yeah, he was throwing hands from the jump, and I was like, "All right, I like this. I like this kind of Batman throwing <laughs> yeah, his hands." I, I just don't understand why they said that, but hey, yeah. they probably wanted more action. I don't know. I don't know what they were expecting. What, I don't what know. more action did you want? Almost every other scene had a. All right, hold on. We're gonna talk about that later. We're gonna, we're gonna we'll talk, talk about, about that later. later. They yeah, want to we'll see uh, the butt shots like they had in the. <laughs> <laughs> The crotch shots. Yeah. See my nipples. Shots. See my nipples and yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Let's see butt action. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah. Oh, and then uh, the Riddler. Um. He he his acting. Oh, when they finally you. when they finally showed his face, I was like, I didn't expect them to look like that. But um. I, I I didn't well I didn't know who the actor was. He didn't, didn't know who didn't, Paul Dano looks look, like that on a day to day basis. I I, don't I, know I will say guy. that. <laughs> and I don't I didn't go into I didn't look any of the cast. All I knew was Robert Pattinson was Batman. I didn't and, and Zoe Kravitz. That's the only people I knew was in the movie. I didn't know anybody else. I didn't go in looking at any of the cast or anything like that. So when I saw him, I was like, huh? And I was like, 
okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I'm kind of spoiling it. That's not really a spoil of what he looks like, but no, no, yeah. Um, no, but, really yeah, the, the 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 twist and the turns in the movie that they're really good. Mm-hmm. I like what they did with 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 the Waynes. I like what they did with the whole like city. I like what they did with everything. Like the the, the uh, it was good. And then the and then I also like the Riddler's jokes, like or his riddles, like they were kind of funny. And they were <laughs> very real. They were really good. I'm not gonna they say they're really good. Mind. And we're we're gonna and talk it, about this in spoilers. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So I I like that. Um. So yeah, that, those are my likes. That's okay. Movie. I can't believe y'all y'all missed one. Michael uh Michael Giacchino, Chino's uh score. I really oh, enjoyed his yes, score. Yes, I meant to say oh, that. Good. I forgot about the score. Michael's yeah, the score, score is, is phenomenal. And yeah. you know, so wild. I'm gonna say this. I was like, again, only two composers were able to do a Spider Man and a Batman. Uh, score and both of them do a phenomenal job to their to their ver- to their uh char- their superhero counterparts. Danny Elfman, I I hate to say it, as much as Michael did the the No Way Home Spider Man Homecoming trilogy, Danny Elfman's score as Spider Man I still eat up to this day, and Danny Elfman's score for Batman I still eat up to this day. But if I can say that Michael is running Hans Zimmer for his money for that Batman score. Man, Michael did a phenomenal job with that score. Um, I don't know if anybody, either one of y'all, agree with me that he's that close, but like, boy, Michael, Michael did the damn thing on that score. Uh, nah, the score was great. Yeah, every time I heard, it, I was like, that sounds so good, and it's so menacing. Yes, and, and it's 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 dark. It's kind of it, it just feels like he's about to kick some ass, and then he kicks some ass. <laughs> so, he does. He definitely does. Yeah, it was and, good. And one thing I will say, this is kind of right in the fence on spoiler territory, but um, he does something with the score when we get introduced to the Batmobile. And I was like, sign me up. Sign me up. I will talk about the Batmobile later because it goes into spoiler territory, but I'm not going to sit here and pretend, y'all. I think that that's one of my top five. No, no, not even top five. Top three, if not top two or my best Batman Batmobile action sequence. We'll, we'll get there in, the dip, in, a, in a moment later. But besides the point, the score was phenomenal. Uh, as Derek and William mentioned, the acting was phenomenal. My highlights is Justice Derek's Paul Dano and Zoe Kravitz. Like I, I need, I need, I need more of y'all. I need, I need more of y'all like very soon. Um, Jeffrey Wright also as commissioner Gordon. Um, he was good too. I, I I heard a lot of people being mad that my commissioner Gordon's black, but I'm like, uh, ah, if you're Jeffrey Wright, I'm sorry. You he still looked like Commissioner Gordon, which is weird. This is like, so weird. He changes, right? he changes race, and he still looks like Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that just looks like a black Commissioner Gordon. Like it does. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, okay, exactly what it looks like. Exactly what like, okay. Yeah, okay. I was like, all right. They chose the right that. person for that. They chose the right person for that role. Exactly. Yeah. And to Derek's and to actually both of y'all's point, this is Gotham. This is literally what I thought Gotham was in the comics. Like literally, this is exactly how I pictured Gotham in the comics. Like I, like I said, a lot of Christopher Nolan fans are gonna be mad at me because you know, literally, Batman: The Dark Knight trilogy makes Gotham more realistic. I get that. I don't want realistic. I want a living, breathing city where it's like, bro, bro, Bruce, Bruce, can we huddle real quick? 
why in the hell do you want to save this city, bro? Like, why? <laughs> like, literally, that's how that's that's what the comics made Gotham feel like. And this is exactly what Matt Reeves did. He said, "Hey, y'all, this movie, this this Gotham, is shit. Like, actual shit. Do you really want to live here, bro? Do y'all really want to live here? Like, after." Like we talked about it with the Dark Knight. Like sometimes with the Dark Knight trilogy, I'm like, I can live in this because yeah, you know, you have Bane destroying the city in a Dark Knight trilogy, and you have Joker running pavement, and you had Ra's al Ghul or Ra's al Ghul doing fear talks. But I think I can still live in that. And this Gotham, though, I don't want no part of. I don't want none. Zilch, nada. That looks like I'm. I I will get some kind of disease that I will never heard of. Just living in that Gotham for just a drinking, day. just drinking water, <laughs> just drinking water in Gotham in in Reeves' bathbed just makes I me feel like, worry. why are we here, bro? I feel like I, I need a technical shot for drinking about water. About my, I'm not even shoot. My biggest worry is that shoot. I end up walking in. Somebody just gonna grab me and say they want to <laughs> take you nah. right. Yeah, that's what. That's exactly what this Matt Reeves' Gotham felt like. It's, it really felt like a bro, like. Bruce, do you really think you're making a difference? Come on, bro. my dog for a walk and I get mugged. Like, <laughs> exactly. Bruh, I'm going to the like, store. Oh, I'll go to the store like, and I get shot. They're probably that evil. They're probably my stabby dog. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> you like, and your dog are getting it today, buddy. <laughs> Today's your lucky day, buddy. You and your dog getting it. Like, nah, bro, I don't want that smoke. I don't want that smoke in that room. just Gotham at all. Oh, my God. At all. And I think Matt Reeves did a phenomenal job of doing that. And as I mentioned earlier, Matt Reeves, you could tell he took from Batman The Long Halloween, Batman Year One. And I want to say, was it Batman Ego, which is a like a comic book series that was in the 2000, like 2000, 2001. Like all of those, you could tell he just meshed together and made this movie. And that's what I mean by this is the most comic book accurate Batman we have ever seen. Like literally, I was telling, I was telling Derek this pre-pod and I'm going to tell you guys the audience. This is basically Batman the Long Halloween, just instead of a year, it's literally seven days. And boy, did they not disappoint. Like, oh, they did not disappoint. Um, Batman's finally a goddamn detective. Jesus. Like, it took eight movies to get a detective around here? Shit. Like, the man's called the world's greatest detective, not the world's greatest gadget user. Like, goddamn. About time, sir. About time. Um, we got, we got, we got a little bit of that in the Dark Knight, a, a, a little, a little, a little bit. You mean to tell me that he let a machine explain certain things that was happening to him, and he just basically got that information? It was like I could read information. No, I need a, I need a, a Bruce that does exactly what he does in this movie, which we won't talk about right now. But I needed a Bruce that could do that and say, "Yeah, this is your answer." Like. And you know what's wild? Really quick, I was looking at some of these reels that Joker had, as William was mentioning. Some of these riddles, you can't even find. Like, that's how good the writers were in making riddles and being able to answer some of those riddles. Like, I'm like, that is smart writing. I enjoy that. You know what, Matt Reeves, I need you to I need you to continue doing your damn thing. I need you to continue writing Batman movies. But besides the point, um, as William said, and Derek, you said it also, Greg did a phenomenal shot shooting this. And I want to say the Batman's character development is this is probably the best character development of a Batman single film we've ever had. Like best. 
Uh, we'll talk about that later. See, I knew I was going to get that face from you, Derek. I knew I was. I knew I was going to get that face from you. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. We're going to get into spoiler territory about that. But yes, I do think that this is the best character development we got out of Batman in all all films. But we'll talk about that in a moment. Now, Derek, since we're talking about you, let's start with you. Dislikes that are not spoilers. What are some of your dislikes that you did not like about this film? Ooh, we can read this if it's oh well. Oh, I guess hopefully this doesn't sound too much of a spoiler. I just um, and y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, but I just didn't like the certain duality between Bruce and uh, you know. Um, I feel as if that Robert Pattinson did a great job showing a decent adaptation as Bruce uh, as Batman. But it's just in him as Bruce Wayne. It just I'm like, eh. but then again, we don't really get to see him a lot as Bruce Wayne. Yes. And as far as the character development, um, I got a lot of character depth about Batman. But as far as the development, it doesn't really show that he has fully gotten control of his emotions just yet. And and even at one certain scene close to climax, you can see that he was still fueled with rage until another character had to stop and step in and stop him. So I feel as if from him as a character, he still has a lot of growth that he needs to, um, you know, experience. I feel as if that he is not, um, he's not the hero that, um, you know, that we get to see later on, the experienced hero that we get to see later on down the line. And to give him credit, because I don't want to be too harp on him, He's still new. He's still, he's just his second year. They're really doing a good job instead of Batman Begins where they just dive in. It's like, oh, he's Batman. He's doing a great job. This one just shows you, even though he has his years of training in combat, which the shows in the film, he's still learning on how to deal with his trauma. He's, uh, he doesn't, um, you know, he still has a long way to go. But I just, for me, I just don't see, and that's the only thing, and I'm sorry for, um, for that, uh, you know, to harp on what you said, but I just don't see a lot of development or growth from him in this film, but it's a it's a start. It shows you, it shows you that he has the trauma, and it shows you that, you know, he has stuff that he's still not positively, you know, working with, but, you know, he's, it's, a, it's a work in, he's a work in progress, if that makes sense. Hold that thought, William. Do you agree with this statement before I before I say anything? Parts of it I agree with. Parts of it I disagree with. I think, like, I don't think. Um, I don't. I uh, I don't really care for Robert Pattinson. Let me just be straight up with you. I figured. I figured uh, most people didn't. The reason being is because Twilight. He, he, yeah, he screwed himself over. <laughs> he, but but even even then, even if he wasn't in Twilight. He makes some weird faces sometimes and it bugs me. And like, but then with Bruce, like, like, like Derek said, there's parts of this movie where he's being Bruce and it's like, he looks like a kid that's like, like an emo kid that's angry that lost his parents. Like, like, that's what he looks like. And it's like, I, I guess he's supposed to be, I guess he's younger. And then he's also super skinny in this movie. He's super pale. Like I thought, Batman's supposed to be kind of 
kind of like I, I I don't know is Batman supposed to be skinny? Like I thought Batman was supposed to be kind of <laughs> kind of muscular. You know, I guess the pale is okay because he's always out at night and he kind of stays away from everybody. I don't know. And then it, it's just some sometimes I'm just looking at it, he just has he has a baby face sometimes. And even in the mask, you can see the baby face. And it's just mm. a, a big old round baby face. And I'm just like, oh, look, it's Robert Patterson. He's so cute. Looks like he's about to take his fangs out. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. I, I want to okay. suck your blood, Bella. <laughs> I'm not Batman, Batman now. <laughs> yes, do that. Yes, <laughs> no, that's William. I don't agree with this statement. I, don't I know you don't agree. I know you don't agree, but that's what it is. And I'm sorry, but I just can't take him seriously. It's just, I'm sorry. It, I can't. He's like, he doesn't look like the billionaire playboy kind of sort of but has a darker that's side right. he doesn't look like that that's he doesn't god that that's not the way yeah. that's not what robert pattison looks like and it's it's just but that okay he has a okay. handsome face i guess you know um i was always <laughs> team taylor anyway so you know i was never oh team my god <laughs> we're not about to do this we're not we doing are, twilight <laughs> shit <laughs> This boy gonna come up in here talking about I was I was team Taylor Lautner in the first place anyway. No, everybody sit here. William look, William knew exactly what he was doing. William knew exactly what he was doing. That's why I'm not entertaining him. Team throw the whole film series away. Jesus. <laughs> all right, all right. You but on a serious let note, <laughs> you let him happen, Derek. Go ahead, William. But on a serious note, I can't. I, even <laughs> God damn it! Oh man, I'm. I'm How dare you me. bring that atrocity to this podcast? Derek, you, you, you got. You're the reason why he ended on in the first place. <laughs> go. I knew he was gonna. I knew he was gonna egg somebody on. Oh, he egged God. you. You're welcome. On a serious note. <laughs> and look, Derek, to be fair, I read the Twilight books in, in middle school for oh, AR points. Yeah, he did. he did. I remember. I remember. I Jesus. didn't say nothing wrong with the books. I said the film series. <laughs> throw the whole film. Team, uh, throw the whole film series away. <laughs> I I just feel like as much as people hate Batfleck, I feel like Ben Affleck looks like a better Bruce Wayne and Batman. Okay. In my opinion. Okay. I feel like uh, Robert Pattinson, he's aight. Like, that's as best as I can give it. He doesn't He doesn't give me Batman. Like, he gives me, like, I would put him as, you know who I put him as? I put him as Batman Beyond more than I put him as, Ooh, as Batman. I don't. I, this is where I leave the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I put him there. He did my boy bad. I put him there before this I put him there. This is where I leave the podcast. All right, you I, know what? I, that's I'm just being frank right, with you. So, so, like, all right, wow. I, I gotta, I gotta interject okay. on this one. I, I, you know what? Wow. I can't let this, I can't let this Travis yeah. slide. So I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Robert Patterson. I'm not on your team, bro. <laughs> I told so, you I'm Team Taylor all the way. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> Anyways, back to my point. I will say or this. Jacob. It was actually Jacob. Team, Team Jacob, Jacob. But you, you, you're saying Taylor Lautner. I understand. Yeah. I understand where you're coming from. But I'll put it this way. I'll put it this way. I think with what 
Matt Reeves gave Robert Pattinson, he does the best portrayal of Bruce Wayne and Batman that I wanted to see. And I told this to Derek Prepon. But but anybody could have did that. that. I'm saying, well, well, well not anybody, but I'm saying like it, it, all his all the the the, it, the character is written that way. Like it, I don't feel like his acting made it any better. I don't feel like Robert Pattinson. Nah, I think bro. I think so I'm gonna explain. Let me let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain. I feel go like ahead, ahead, I feel like Robert Panton did a phenomenal job of showing you that this is a Bruce that is still being traumatized by his parents. And I was gonna use this for spoilers, but unfortunately, we're gonna have to bring it here. You know what? I'm sorry, audience, because we're dancing around it too much. At this point, I'm just gonna have to say it. We're now entering spoiler territory because for me to explain this argument, we're gonna have to go to spoilers. If you have not watched the Batman, you probably should probably pause this podcast and watch the Batman in its entirety and then come back here. If not, I warned you, we're getting the spoilers. Here we go. I think, I think Robert Pattinson does a phenomenal job as Batman and I'll explain why. And Bruce Wayne, because in this version of Batman, Batman doesn't know how to control his emotions. He's Bruce doesn't know how to differentiate himself between Batman and Bruce Wayne. Because the whole idea was, and I think this is why I enjoy him more than Christian Bale. And I, yep, I'm saying this has a hot top, has a hot take now. Christian Bale, I don't care how many years you go out and learn uh, ninja tactics. I don't care how often you go and understand a criminal's persona. You do not know how to be a human. You do not know how to channel your emotions just yet. You don't know how to do that. And you mean to tell me the day you jump back into civilization? You know how to be Bruce Wayne and Batman? No, you don't. You don't. You really don't. And Batman Year One kind of plays with that a little bit. Hold on. I, I get to you. Batman Year One kind of does that a little bit well, where it's like Batman had to buy or not buy, bribe some girl who doesn't speak English to come and just sit at his house and pretend like she understands exactly what Bruce Wayne is going on. Right. And Bruce, like Bruce, like Bruce had to literally create a whole facade. And he's like, Wow, that was exhausting for me to fake it and make it to be Bruce, this playboy billionaire philanthropist, where all he wants to do is be Batman. And I think Robert Pattinson does a great job of showing you, like, I am still traumatized by the fact that my parents died 20 years ago, and I don't know how to deal with that. But you know how I know how to deal with that? Beating the shit out of criminals day and night. And I'm vengeance. That's why the whole movie, he calls himself more vengeance than Batman, because he's literally like, I love going out there and taking my anger out on these kids. Now, I pull my punches out, but I'm a still like I'm still traumatized and hurt by my parents. By the end of the movie, after Riddler destroys Gotham and he's like, you know what? I'm vengeance. Like, I'm using the exact same tools that you're using. Vengeance is only a tool to basically wreak havoc on Gotham. Robert Pence is like, damn. This, this, I've been doing this wrong the entire two years. I've been fucking up for two years. It's not about being vengeance. It's not about not only striking fear into my criminals. It's about giving the city hope. It's about giving the city the light that it needed, a.k.a. what he does in the dark night. And I'm like, it took you a whole seven days for him to figure that out. I'm sorry. Robert Pattinson done a phenomenal job portraying and showing that that's how he did it. That's that's my opinion. Wait, when was that, Julian? I'm sorry, because I missed that in the film. Whenever he finally learned how to stop his punches, when was that? No, no, he doesn't really stop to pull his punches. But when he's talking to, when he's saying that monologue at the end of the film, where he's like, you know, vengeance won't change the past. Vengeance won't change what happened to my parents. It's hope that's what's going to help us build the city. It's it's hope that's going to be the thing that helps rebuild Gotham. And I'm like, 
Thank you, Robert. You get it. Like Batman, Batman should not be able to know that, hey, me being a symbol, a tool, day one of civilization after 10 years being out of the game, that's the that's the point. That's the that's the that's what's gonna save Gotham. Bro, you don't know what the fuck that means. You ain't you ain't talked to a human being in 10 years. What do you what do you expect was gonna happen? Like, like and Robert Pattinson does a great job of showing a kid that's still hurt by the trauma. Like when Zoe Kravitz, when Zoe Kravitz was checking his privilege, she was like, "You ain't never lived in the the belly of Gotham, the underbelly of Gotham. You've been sitting somewhere just living it up, having you." And like Robert Pattinson, Bruce Wayne had to be like, "Damn, yeah, you're right. My bad. My bad, Coach. I don't know shit about crime. I just know to beat people up and call it a day. That's all I know." And that's why I was like. How many Batmans you know actually know how to navigate that? Like all of them are day one. Like, all right, I'm a playboy, and that's I why I was like, with... I love it. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll take that because, like I said, for me, my only thing was that I just did is get to see a lot of character development. But I forgot that last monologue at the end. Even though we don't get to see much of his lot of character development, but you got to see a lot of character depth and what he and what he was going through emotionally, yes, and physically, and, and you know logically in his head and that's one thing i right. appreciate for this batman and instead of the because i know he was talking about development but i really like his character depth like just him get to know bruce wayne and what he was going through yes william you feel like you're about to say something go ahead i okay i would I, i'm not gonna just say he was a terrible actor like there were some scenes like like the scene where he thinks that the riddler knows he's he's uh he's he's batman bruce wayne, bruce yes. wayne. Like you could see the turmoil on his face, or whenever he finds out that his parents, uh, you know, did the, did, you know, uh, his dad did that dirty shit, got that man killed or whatever, or didn't really get the man killed, but he kind of set up, he the, set up the idea for Falcone to kill him. Yes. Yeah, like, like the way that Bruce and and well, the way that Robert handles how uh how bruce reacts in those moments i think is very good acting or even the awkwardness of like when he goes to see falcone in the uh in the club in the nightclub and he's like he goes in he and he you could just tell in so many scenes that like he he is awkward he doesn't really know how to how to be in those in those uh in those environments as bruce wayne and he's still thinking as Batman while he's in the situation because he is Batman, but he's still like he's trying not to show that he's Batman, but he still is thinking like he is Batman in those situations. Like in a funeral. Yeah. Yeah, in the funeral scene. So like I yes, I will say that. It's just some parts I just can't take him seriously. Like I just can't. And then there's other parts where like <laughs> the parts with Catwoman, like, um, like it's like it's a weird it's like they have chemistry but then it's like how did that even happen was like when did he start liking her like when did they start when did it get romantic would they just was it just like i don't know like when did that happen it just felt like it was it was I didn't, i'm not gonna say it was forced but it definitely didn't feel or as organic as i was hoping it would feel um really okay to me hmm. to me it didn't feel as organic it just felt like they were just they're fighting bad guys together and then, you know, and then, you know, they started hitting on each other, I guess a little bit, but it wasn't like, you know, he saw some, I don't, I don't like, usually it's Batman seeing something in her. What did he see in this Catwoman? Like she was doing something to I help did. a friend. 
She yeah, was doing, I think, right, I think when, she saw the goodness of her for in that split second. Like, I'm sorry, John, go ahead. No, no, you were going to say exactly what I was going to say. Like, when yeah. Annika, when she found out that Annika needed to get out, right? And which is so weird that they did this with Catwoman, but I love what they did with her. She doesn't steal for her own benefit besides once, but it was for her to get out of Gotham to go to Bloodhaven. She literally is stealing to help somebody out of a situation. So in the beginning of the movie, like Derek was about to mention, she steals, she goes down to the mayor's office or mayor's like um, condo, apartment, wherever you want to call it, goes, steals Annika's passport because Annika wants to get the hell out of Gotham because um, Carmine is trying to kill her, right? And so I think that because Bruce realizing that, or Batman is realizing that, okay, this girl is doing something out of the kindness of her heart and she knows who Annika is because the mayor just got killed. Let me go speak. And he starts to realize, oh, she's she's pretty cool. Okay, she's nice. And again, Bruce, who don't know how to talk to people or anything like that, instead of having this conversation, he's like, oh, she's cute. Let me stalk her for a couple of minutes. And let me just follow her all the way to where she needs to go. It's like, bro, that's not how you talk to a woman, but all right, yeah, whatever. That was, I'm not going to lie, that was a bit weird. I forgot to write that down. I was just like, that was like, that I was, was like, weird. that's a little odd. That bro. was you, you really staring weird. at her changing. It's a little, it's a little it's, odd. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I was legit telling my best friend I was watching it, you're staring a bit too hard. <laughs> <laughs> like, you'd have thought, bro, you'd have thought Bruce would have took the glass, the binoculars off while she's changing. No, nah, that man was like, mm. oh, she's changing to a suit. Okay, I must okay, follow her. Some gentleman you are. <laughs> right. So, like, you could tell, like, he kind of liked her, but I don't, I agree with you that I felt like Catwoman only liked her, only liked Batman due to the situation that they were put in, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, if it wasn't for the fact that Annika went missing and that Batman was trying to help her with Annika, she wouldn't have liked her. I also feel like Catwoman's purpose could have been played by anybody else. Like, I, I feel like she didn't have a huge purpose in the movie. I feel like it was just to have... A side story. A side story and kind of to have like a, a romantic interest. How to stake. That was my nitpick. That was one of my nitpicks. I was like that her side story just didn't like really mesh well with the entire movie. Like it was just like, okay, she's an ends to a uh, she's a means to an end, but she wasn't really like the overall story point plot. Yeah. But yeah, I, I still I still loved her, but yeah, it was a nitpick for me. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, she's Falcone's daughter. Yay. I That's did like cute. that though. I, I, I like that they finally brought that through the comics. I was like, yes. Bro, that was in the comics? Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, I'll put it this way. It was always implied that she was Fal uh, Falcone's daughter, but it was never like, like it was never confirmed. And then in this movie, it was like, no, we're not alleging anymore. It's confirmed that she's Falcone's daughter. I was like, bet. Uh, okay. Bet, bet, bet. All right. But any other dislikes, sir? Um. Oh, I don't like Alfred. <gasps> what? Blasphemy. He's he's just. What? He's he's bland for me. I don't know. He's kind of just. We get, we got enough of him. That's me. Maybe I. Might I, I was gonna say him. my my nitpick was we didn't get enough of Alfred. I wouldn't yeah. say Andy Circus was a bad Alfred. We just didn't get enough. I didn't say he was bad. I just didn't like him as much. Maybe maybe that's why. Maybe because they didn't they didn't really go too far in depth with him. There's just been so yeah. many good Alfreds that he just was kind of like meh to me. He was just meh. he did more than Jeremy Irons. Batfleck Batman. 
Oh, I don't even, yeah, because I don't even remember that. that <laughs> I, I just remembered that one. I was just thinking about the first two. Yeah, I don't even remember that one. So. <laughs> All y'all remember is Michael Goff and Michael K. Y'all don't know who Jeremy Irons is. Yeah, I don't, y'all don't know that Scar. Y'all don't remember Scar was Bat- was Alfred for a while. Yeah, oh, was shit. The Lion King. I totally forgot he was uh, Alfred. That's crazy. You know, I didn't even know he existed. <laughs> I didn't even know Alfred made an appearance in that movie. <laughs> That's crazy. Damn, that's, that's how you true. know you, you didn't put a lot of effort into that's, your acting. That, that's what I'm saying. That he was so forgettable. I will give it this: Andy Circus only had like what four or five scenes? No, not even five, like three or four. And I will say it: the two scenes that helped Batman's character development were one when he was like, "Hey, um, Bruce, you stink. You ain't showered. I need you to shower, and I need you to actually show up to this investors meeting because." Um, you're still Bruce Wayne. I, I I understand that your heart's out there and your mind's out there, but I need you to be Bruce. And it's like kind of showing you that Bruce doesn't give a fuck about anything else besides being Batman. And then when he finally told his parents, when he finally told his parents, when he finally told the story to uh, Bruce about his parents, and you're like, his, his parents weren't that dirty, which I wanted them to be dirty, God damn it, I really did. I really, really did. But... Um, they were like, oh, you know, your dad was just trying to cover and make make the guy Elliot to hush, but he didn't. And uh, Carmine killed him, and he felt so bad about it that, you know, your dad wanted to reconcile his, his errors. Your dad wasn't a terrible person. He just was a human that made a desperate decision to try to clear out your mom's name because he wanted what's best for you and your, you and your mom. And I was like, damn, Alfred, okay, I like this monologue, but you're right. I wish we had more of Andy. I really did. I, I really yeah. did. And what was up with all the scars? Like they never went to that. He had scars all over his face, and I, I think that they go with his war, his wartime when he was in the British Army, but they never really explained that. So I agree mm. with you, William. It's like if you're not a if you're not a huge Batman fan, you're like, why is Alfred got scars on him, and why is he walking with a cane like that? But uh, okay. Oh yeah. Okay, and, uh... Just one more tip, and I could be wrong, and I think this is because I'm not gonna lie to you. Sorry for the audience, I kind of fell asleep during the film. But in this adaptation of Batman, because I think her original name was her maiden name was Kane, but um, is um, is Bruce Wayne's mom Martha uh, Wayne? Is her main is she Arkham? And their main continuity, no, and a continuity of one of Batman's stories, yes. He, no, no, no. I mean, I mean, just I mean, in this film, I meant she probably may have been another continuity. But I no, no, she's she's she... Arkham. She's Martha Arkham. Oh, really? So, okay, I wasn't sure if she was an Arkham or what, or what was her last name. I forgot. I wanted to so, make sure I was right. No, when 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 Joker when Joker, sorry, when Riddler attacks Bruce or tries to attack Bruce, unsuccessfully kills him. Um, Riddler posts a video about why. Thomas got his hands a little bit dirty, and yeah, yeah. she basically was uh, a descendant, um, a descendant of the Arkham's. Her dad killed himself, and her mom. No, no, no. Her mom killed her dad, and her mom committed suicide. If I remember, it was a, a murder suicide. If I remember correctly, and she became an Arkham from it. Or that's how she was an Arkham. And the guy who was the reporter was like, "Ooh, you want to be Mayor Thomas? I'm gonna put all your dirty laundry out." That you married a girl that went crazy and went institutionalized. So yeah, she was she was an Arkham. Which is so wild. That means Thomas, if Thomas played it right, if he lived long enough, he would have ran Arkham Asylum and all the business in Gotham. 
that man would have been Bruce would have never had a touch of fear. That man would have been rich. But I besides the point. Um, any other dislikes, gentlemen, before I get in my nitpick uh dislikes. That's it for me. Derek. Mm-hmm. All right. My only 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 like three nitpicks. Bruce, why a leather cow? Why yeah. a leather cow? That's actually was one of my questions. <laughs> I was like, all right, your whole suit is completely bulletproof, but the only thing that's not is the leather cow. Yeah, I was like, bruh, headshot. Yeah. Shoot him in the head. <laughs> you want to kill Batman? Somebody shoot him in the head. It's just a leather hat. <laughs> that's why I was like, bro, it's just leather, bro. Just come on, do better. Do better, Bruce. I was like, what? Please do better. Please do better. Um, the other thing I didn't like was the Joker shoe in. I really did not like the Joker shoe in. The yeah. Joker, like at the end. Yeah, I did not. I thought it was shoed in. Yeah, I thought it was shoehorned in. I didn't. I was like, I really. We could have. We could have went without that, y'all. We could have really went without that. I guess. Like, why I didn't did you look say- like that? Look, I thought it was Two Face for a second because he kind of his face was mangled up. I don't know. I don't know why they made Julian, him worked up like that. Uh, yeah, because like I was telling Julian pre-podcast, and uh, hopefully, um, hopefully, all can read this. They felt like more of like the New Fifty Two Joker. Whenever his face was deformed, you know that it was disfigured, and he has that mask. Yeah, but that's the only thing. But I don't know why they decided to go with that route and without. It's like, but we already got like, that with the Dark Knight, though. Like, let that go. Let that go. Let it go. So I that was my two biggest ones. Um, but also I I, I forgot to mention, I, I forgot to mention the sin likes. Like I said, the Batmobile scene, literally when Bruce, when when Batman got shot and like literally penguin is shooting all the mag- guns and he's like, You think you could take from me and all that? And you just hear the the car just revving. And like getting louder and louder, and the lights are coming up, and everything's coming up. I was like, "Yeah, you better get in the car and drive, yeah. buddy." Right? I was like, "Yeah, if I was a villain, I'd be scared as shit. I would, I would, I would leave as soon as I could." And that chase sequence in, on the Gotham Highway, literally, how it literally sounds like it's a literal demon coming and hauling its ass at you. Like, I understand why Penguin was scared <laughs> to get away from Batman because it's like. No, I don't that's want one no thing that. I really loved. I forgot I really loved about this film. Dude, they, like they really did a great job in putting the fear in Batman, like incorporating it finally. I think in the yes. other films they tried to do it, like it, but like it wasn't in that great. Batman Begins. I thought that they tried to do it, but it was uh, this one. They did a great job in making sure that when you know Batman, well, you see that signal up there. You better leave. You better hope I'm not near you. <laughs> and they show a great job of that in the beginning, in the beginning scenes in the movie after Riddler like offs the mayor when Batman's when uh, Robert Pattinson is making a long monologue. He's like, I can't be everywhere, but I am the shadows. And dude was spray painting. Dude was spray painting on the columns of the Gotham City, like it looks like the courthouse. And then he saw like the darkness and the shadows. He was like. Hell no, nah, cuz I don't want none of that shit. Yeah, and dude with the teardrop, right. right? And the dude with the teardrop mask who just robbed up that convenience store. He looks at, he looks in the alleyway and he's like, 
No. <laughs> by that car, remember he almost got hit by that car. He's like, oh shit. I, look, he was like, I'd rather. He's like, I'd rather get ran over by that car than go in that alleyway. I don't want no part of that, boss. I want none, no parts. I was like, that's the fear that I want people to see when he get when yeah, Batman when comes they, around. When they see Batman comes around, that's what I was. That was what I was real. I forgot that was one of my strongest lights too. Is that you get to show, you get to see like legit the fear. Villains so, getting man, shit. Man, Batman yeah. begins. He was like, no, it's time for my enemy to share my dread. You can let them face fear, but this one, this is how you show. That's Batman. how you shared fear, bro. This is that's how you. How this you. is how you put fear in your people. Um, um, since now we're in the spoiler talks, I'm 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 just gonna bring it up. Paul Dano as Riddler, phenomenal, and yeah, um, and I will say this really quick before I let you say this, Derek. I Black Twitter was had me on a roll because you know Paul Dano was also in thirteen um thirteen in twelve years of slave. He was one of the slave owners, right? And everybody was like, how can he be? okay with being a slave over but he needed mentally mental help after playing riddler uh after watching this movie i completely understand i completely understand why you need to help like you had to go to some dark places with this riddler like i i feel like he had to go a little too dark like this riddler was very zodiac killery um William probably hasn't watched this movie, but Seven with Kevin Spacey, like he went that far deep in the rabbit hole in his mental state, and I'm like, yeah, John Doe, like that's where it reminded me. Of right, I'm like, I was like, I wanted to, I wanted somebody to go call up Paul Dano right now and be like, bro, are you sure you okay? Are you sure you're not, you know, you don't need therapy after this role? Because like that shit, a little scary, bro. Like that, that's that's a little creepy for me. Um, and Paul Dano did the damn thing. Don't get me wrong, but like I was like. Oh, specifically, then, specifically how he was just talking about like how much Gotham ain't shit. And then when he was talking to Bruce or Batman and he was talking about like how much of a cesspool the city was and how like he was revealing his ultimate plan. I was like, yeah, put this man in the straight jacket, put him right there in maximum security with Joker, please. Can, can y'all go do that right now? Like. Today, please. And make sure he does not get out, please. Make <laughs> sure he does like not get ever. out. Yeah, he was crazy. Yeah. And then, like, and I, and even though, like, a lot of people were talking about when they revealed him and who he looks like, I was like, why did he look like that? He did all this destruction. But when y'all really think about that, back to all the adaptations of the Riddler, and even back in the uh, Gotham show, and even the comic books, Joker was always that nerd with the glasses. He was that dork in the glasses that everybody overlooked and just didn't take seriously. So and for it up to be revealed, that how uh, who he was at the end and how he planned everything and how he was able to use his mental uh, his intellect and his and all the strategies and all the resources that he that he had at his disposal to put that much this just throw Gotham into disarray like that. I feel as if that was perfect. Because I said to myself, when they finally revealed who Edward was, I was like, that's him. That's legit who I remember. That's the only way I can imagine Edward Ives because that is him. And you're right. And what I think is even scarier, and I think this is why I got a lot of negative reviews by some of the like some of our other counterparts, is like they say that Paul Dano gave you school shooter vibes, and I was like, but that was the point. That was, yeah. that, that was the point. And literally, a lot of people were a lot of were upset with how 
they handled the election night um, where he had a whole bunch of followers go into the election night and start just trying to do exactly what he wanted to do to actually do real change in Gotham. I'm like, do y'all not think that somebody can, is doing a subreddit right now trying to do that? Like, I'm not surprised that we don't have a subreddit right now doing that. Like, I, I hate to say this about our society, but I'm like, of all the school shootings, that's, we, that's honestly the, the the Trump taking over the Capitol shit. That's thank you. The exact same. Thank you. Not the exact same, but it's pretty damn close. Thank you. Know? Damn close. That's what's like. Why is people mad about that? I will never you understand. People, yeah, right. That's what's like. I don't understand why people got mad about that. But it's like y'all literally are doing exactly. They're doing exactly what <laughs> our our former president asked to do to people. And that's why I'm like, I, I don't understand all the, the, the unnecessary negative results of that. But yeah, like, no, this is exactly what I thought Riddler could do. Yes. But go ahead, Derek. You were about to say something. I understand a lot of people. I understand a lot of people's depiction of, the, of, um, of, of Edward. I get that. I get that because just the way that portrayed. But I think that was... Honestly, when I really, when you really think about it and go back to some of the source material, I mean, that's Edward, though. He was yes. always that, that goofy look, not goofy, I take that back, the geeky looking kid who always, like I, said, like I was saying earlier, that nobody really paid attention to who was hella smart and had, who was legit able to figure out anything that he could, that was put up front of him. The man was. Except one thing, though. Except one thing. He didn't know who Bruce. He didn't know Batman was Bruce Wayne, and I was mad that he didn't know that. I, my one, my one. They slightly, they slightly tried to tease that, but at the end, after everything is like, oh, come on, know. right? Come on, yeah, Edward. You should have knew better. Come on, bro. Do better. You're that, that smart. You knew. You knew that Falcone was the freaking uh, informant. Oh, sorry, spoiler. But you knew Falcone was the informant. But you mean to tell me you can't know that Bruce is Batman? Exactly. I was like, bro, right. You mean to tell me, right. I was like, you mean to tell me the same night that you went to go and put that in the uh, orphanage that, you know, you were in coincidentally, Bruce was not at his house and you know that Bruce is a reclusive. Hmm. Two plus two equals four, my guy. Two plus two equals two, four, my guy. He was way smarter than that. And he was able to plan in all that on Gotham and was able to get to the mayor and Aaron, all these higher ups and blew up and right and blew up the levees that nobody levees. noticed all of that shit and you still didn't know that Bruce was Batman. All right, all right. Uh, yeah, that was. I, I right, think bro. the writing. I think I think the writers overlooked that honestly because that was not. That's not how. You or well, the thing is, is uh, Matt Reeves explains it. He he was talking about this when he talked about with uh, with Joker. He was saying that. He was so fixated on fixing Gotham or doing a whole like recommits for Gotham. He wasn't looking at the finite details, just like Bruce wasn't looking at the finite details for solving the ultimate master plan for Riddler, which is why, if you look at it, they both were so similar in the movie. Both of them were about vengeance. Just one was doing it more extreme way versus the other one is doing it as a more like, hey, I can beat up key people today and it's going to work. Whereas Riddler's like, no. We need real change. You want real change? Let's blow this shit up and start anew. Like, I was like, bet. Bet, 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 bet. So it's like, I get it, but 
I'm sorry. If Edward is the guy that's supposed to know everything, he needs to know who Batman is. But I digress. Um, is there anything else that y'all want to discuss about this movie before we 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 wrap it up and then we get into rankings and legacy? Um, I think there's one thing I wanted to talk with. Um, uh, I don't think William was here. William, how do you how do you feel uh, um, about um? Well, I was Wayne Tower, Wayne Manor being in one building right in the heart of downtown. I just have a. I was just. I was just. Oh, I was just. Okay. I, I, I just did that. I, I I know I know you have your I know Julian, but. I'm like, I don't know how I feel about that. No, let me let me set it up for the audience and William gets better context. So pre-pod, Derek was kind of upset because he's like, how does nobody know who Batman is? Because Batman, after the mayor gets killed, he's riding his motorcycle all the way back to uh, the Wayne Tower, right? And, you know, there's the part where he opens up the gate and it goes down and then he goes down the unused subway tunnels to basically get to his back cave. Derek was like, how did nobody notice that? And I was like, I mean, you're nitpicking just like Batman Begins. Because if that's the case, then how did nobody know that Batman lives right by Wayne Tower when he takes a certain way to get to the highway? You know what I'm saying? So I was like, you can't get mad that the Wayne Tower, Wayne Manor and Wayne Tower is in the same place. Can't get mad about that. But I want to hear your thoughts, William. What do you think about that? That the oh, back end is right at the way. I was, I was still crazy about that. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, I, I feel like they just get lazy with that. I don't know. It's like, it's something that they just put into the movies at this point. Because, I mean, like like I said, Batman Begins in the middle. Um, where was Wayne? I mean, I don't know where the His hell condo, Wayne. Right, Wayne condo was, looked like a Yeah, Wayne's I right. did not like the Dark Knight. <laughs> and then, I mean, even then, and then in the Dark Knight, they had like the little, um, it was in like the... With shipyard shipyards yeah, yeah. and then even like, i was like that's pretty predictable too and there was cars around whenever he pulled into the shipyard i was like yeah somebody would see that one day right <laughs> <laughs> i agree to that I agree like, somebody that. would somebody would get a little suspicious there's a guy coming out with a motorcycle Hmm. <laughs> and then later on, I'm gonna stay here because that's weird. Why would somebody in the guy? Why would a guy in a motorcycle just come out of one of these ship these shipping crates? These ship cars, right? These ship crates. How do you? Yeah. How, I'm how gonna stay here tonight and see what happens when he comes back. Comes back later, he's whole ass Batman. Hmm. <laughs> exactly. My only, my only thing is, she was just having his home and his business all in one building. That's but in some, own. but in some comic book movies, I'm mean, comic book movies. In some comic books, that's how literally Batman is. It's weird. I agree with you, but that's how it is in some of the comics. I don't, I don't, I don't think too much of about it. But you know, because isn't the, yeah, isn't like the Batcave supposed to just be like underneath the Wayne the Tower? Yes, Wayne Tower. I thought Wayne Wayne Manor. Or Wayne oh, well, they made that more modern um with the comics and stuff like that but like in some continuities no the Batcave is under Wayne Tower i.e uh Derek Arkham City and Arkham Knight actually remember Arkham Knight we go see Lucius and Lucius helps us with the the Wayne Tower because we have our suit there remember you you forgot about that that was stupid too. See, but see, you met, but you, but you, but see, see, that means all of it got to be stupid. You got to knock all of them for that, right? So that's why we're like, I do, I do, oh, I do, because I'm crazy. 
He's a billionaire playboy. You should. Okay. 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 I'm just saying, just do, just do better. Just like how we were talking about in the previous film series, he can control his identity with women. I, I apologize, but you know. At least that didn't happen. At least he didn't tell. What's at least name? he didn't tell Selena. I was gonna say, at least he didn't tell Selena who he was. I will. Give I don't him think that. he told anybody in the whole movie he was Batman. Nope. No, I don't even think he said I'm Batman. I think he got just called himself come vengeance. vengeance. Yep, yeah, definitely did. I was happy. I was happy. This is the one Batman movie where we actually don't know. Where we actually found somebody that doesn't know who Bruce Wayne or who Batman really is. I was happy about that. And Lois. This is the only Easter egg I'm giving because unfortunately we don't have enough Easter eggs for me to like look up and research. But this is the longest we've had a Batman on screen. Like he was Batman, what seventy percent of the movie? And I'm just giving yes. a hard, rough estimate, but he was Batman seventy percent of the movie, and Bruce is thirty. Like you could definitely tell Robert Pattinson hated—not Robert Pattinson, but you could tell Bruce hated being Bruce. Specifically, like we were talking about earlier, William, when he was at going to the mayor's funeral, he's like. Bro, the only reason why I'm going is because, you know, killers like to see themselves. No, no. He's like, killers like to see their aftermath of the scene. I like to see the reactions of their crimes. So I'm going to go see if the killer is going to be there at the at the church funeral. And it's like, bro, that's the only reason why you show your face in public. OK. All right, bro. Yeah, like you can like, tell. Otherwise, like, I would not be in this bitch. <laughs> right. You can tell like he didn't even want to be there. He was like, oh. He's just literally sitting there waiting to see if he could catch Riller. Like that's that's what I mean. Like, yeah, this man really hated being Bruce, and I understand because if you want to be a Batman, you hate Bruce. But I digress. Um, I don't think there's anything else. Any other notes, William, or anything else you would like to comment on before we get into our our conversation? That I think we're gonna argue about. No, I think we're good. I think I'm good. Okay, so instead of asking you guys, I'm 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 throwing a curveball here. Instead of asking what's your grade for the Batman, I'm I'm we're gonna do something fun, gentlemen. We've watched eight Batman films. If you oh, gentlemen yeah. could so kindly give me your top five, I'll let you cut out three. <laughs> I'll let you cut out three. Uh, we've watched eight. We watched eight. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah, we watched eight. Batman, Batman Returns, Batman Forever, Batman and Robin, Dark Knight, Batman Begins, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, and the Batman. Out of those eight. And you reminded us. Jesus Christ. Yep. Out of those eight, <laughs> give me your top five. And I feel like William, this is where we're going to have our arguments. William, I'll go first. Her. Obviously, it's the Dark Knight. Okay. Number one. Uh, number two. I guess I'll give this movie number two, The Batman. This is number two. Okay. Okay. It was it was a toss-up between Batman Begins and this one. So that means Batman Begins is number three? Batman Begins is number three. Okay. Um then um you still got The Dark Knight Rises, you still got Batman Returns, Batman. Yeah, don't forget how much you like Dark Knight Rises. I know. I think it's going to be Batman Returns. Ooh. Okay. Then then it's going to be Dark Knight Rises. Rises. Okay. All right. And that probably is not accurate with my grades. But but it is what it is. It is what it is. I understand that. I understand that. Let me see. Actually, 
you might actually, I think that actually does. To be honest with you. Yeah, it does actually. That does go with it. That actually does go with your grade system, actually. So, wow. That's huh. nice, William. Now, Derek, it's your turn. I have to see first. All right. I'll give you time. I'm going to give you time. Hold for on. That. I think I found it. Yep. Yep. All right. Yep. Give me a list, sir. We already know um, what number one is. Yeah, number one, of course, 2008. Um, the second would be actually still Batman Begins because I loved it. <laughs> okay, all right. I loved it. I cared. I like it. I need. I know. I know. I know. I'm gonna let you. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let you do it. That's fine. The next would be this one, the dark, the the Batman. So the it's Batman? pretty much yeah. I think it's pretty much Williams list, but it's just the Batman and Batman Begins is switched. Batman okay, Begins so... is my second. Then, then Batman Returns. Uh, yeah, then Batman Returns is right after the Batman, and then it's Dark Knight Rises. So those are my five. This is so wild to me. This is very wild to me. I'm saying this right now. But I thought that William and I were going to have way more push back on this, and we have the exact same goddamn list. The Dark Knight, hey, Batman, what? Batman Begins, Batman Returns, and then the Dark Knight. Dark Knight Rises. I, I really... I really do think that this is the second best live action Batman movie. I really do. I it does a lot of great things, and a lot of people we didn't talk about it as much. Is they hate the runtime of this movie. I can argue you can maybe cut out 10 minutes of this movie, maybe 15 minutes, but this movie, besides the first 20 minutes, picks up so well that you I didn't realize the time was until I got out of the movie. I was like, oh shit, it's late. Oh wow! Like it felt like um, Django Unchained for me, where Django Unchained felt like it was slow in the beginning, and then literally after the action starts picking up, it just wouldn't stop. And that's how this film melt for me. And like I said, this is the best comic book accurate Batman I've 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 watched. So yes, the Batman is second. Batman Begins, I like it better than Batman Returns, and then yeah, Dark Knight Rises. So I I completely agree with you. I Mm, I don't think we're ready to have the conversation of favorite Batman because I feel like that's where we're gonna have our our arguments because you don't yeah. like Robert Pattinson at all. It is not serious. really. Sorry, it's fine. It's 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 fine. I'll I'll let you slide on this. One. I think Christian Bale's the best looking Batman. Like not like like actually good looking. I'm talking about like in the suit and everything. I think I I think he looks like a. He looks like a, a live action Batman from the comic books. The suit is really, really nice. I like his okay. suit the best. I I didn't really care for the head piece of this suit of the in, in, in the leather the, one for this one. Yeah, okay. the leather one. Uh, that was and cheap. It's so, that was cheap. <laughs> yeah, and it's so round. It's just so round. It makes him look like he's like has a big old bulging head. Like it's just like a bowling ball head <laughs> with like spikes on top. This is head. I think that legit fits his head though. I think wow. he's shaped like that. Our Patterson, you got a bowling ball head, boy. <laughs> um, I mean, I probably look the same way. I got a, I got a big old head too, but his head looks huge. It's just I, huge. Okay, yeah, it looks really big there. So you know, I'd look well, the same way. That's well, our Robert, looks like we're both on the big head crew. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's fair. I put him, and this is I'm 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 just gonna let y'all know my top three. I think I have Michael Keaton, 
Robert than Christian Bale. Um, I agree that Christian Bale looks better yeah, in the Batman suit than Chris than Robert Pattinson, but I think Robert Pattinson brought a lot more to the role than Christian Bale did, in my personal opinion. Um, yeah. and then the adaptation of Bruce Wayne, and not Bruce Wayne, but Batman. Yeah, I agree. Right, and unfortunately, like I'm sorry, I I'm a stickler for old, even though his movies were not great, were not fantastic. Michael Keaton is still, I think, the the top Batman, but. I, I think a lot of people are going to eat at me about that. Now, I will say the most comic book accurate looking Batman, in my opinion, was Batfleck. Um, yeah, Batfleck looks great. He looks right. great as Batman. He looks great as Batman. Now, acting wise, great in Batman versus Superman, Justice League, what the fuck are we doing here? Yeah. Um, we'll have that conversation next week. But He tried so hard, and I hated his bad voice. I don't know how you feel about it. Oh, I hate his bad voice. I agree with you. I hate Ben Affleck's bad voice. Jesus. Tell me. Do you what were they doing? <laughs> and there was, like, no gadget. I can understand that if he was wearing, like, a metal thing to kind of keep that, that made his voice so I thought, funny. I thought he, it made he, has a modular, he has a modular thing that he puts right here on his vocal cords that projects a different voice. Yes, that's what he has. I didn't know that. I didn't remember that. They didn't yeah, I thought it was, like, that. a microphone or something he had. Yeah, and, he has yeah. a microphone. In Batman vs. Superman, that's how forgettable Batman vs. Superman is for all audiences, ladies and gentlemen. Well, um, I forgot that. Yeah, Jeremy Irons is the one who plays with it because he's trying to make sure that the vocal, the microphone still oh, works okay, good. Now I remember. Okay, now yeah, I remember. and that's how we found out that he has a different uh, automator for that. And, I still don't remember that scene. <laughs> <laughs> that's so really forgettable because I was, when Julian told when Julian reminded me that Alfred Jeremy uh, Jeremy Irons did it, I was like, oh, now I remember. It was in the Batcave. He actually, yep, with it was in the Batcave. Because I, I, I forgot. I forgot. I'm trying and I can't. I can't remember it. <laughs> that movie. I I'm know that we were not supposed to add that. We were not supposed to add this movie. But unfortunately, William wants to talk about it next week, so we're talking about it next week. Let's do it. <laughs> he wants to talk about Batman vs Superman and Justice League, so we're we gonna talk, talk about, about it. We should talk about that before we talk. Why about did you say that one, name? Though. Huh? We should talk about that one before we talk about this one, though. We we should have been able to. We ran out of time. We ran out of time. Right, we ran out of time due to scheduling conflicts. It's understandable, but yes, we will talk about Batfleck. Unfortunately, um, I like I said, he's the most comic book accurate looking one. I hate his Batmobile. It it. You didn't like the Batmobile scene. I like the Batmobile scene, but it's here's my issue with it. And see, all right, now we're gonna. I'm I'm gonna try to keep it tempered down before we talk about legacy future for the new installments, but I. I like the Batman scenes or the Batmobile sequence, but it's like, bro, your whole job is not to kill people. And you are obviously killing people. Obviously killing people. And don't get me wrong, I love the warehouse sequence as well. But again, you do not kill people. Why are you literally killing dudes? Yeah, because I think he at least killed two people in that freaking... No, no. He killed two people with a grenade. He killed yeah. that guy with the 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 the, the flamethrower, and then remember he took the bat. He took his ga- grapple gun and threw a whole ass wooden crate on somebody's face, hit him in the temple, and then hit his head on the wall. That man dead. If that man not dead, that man has brain damage and it is brain dead. 
and he will four die. people. Right. <laughs> and he will have a concussion. <laughs> no. So no 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 no. So if you watch the uncut version of Batman versus Superman, this is how you know. Unfortunately, I watched this movie too fucking much. Um he throws the crate, and on the uncut version, there's blood that hits the wall as soon as his head hits the wall after the crate. That man dead. Yeah. If not, Zach that Snyder, man is brain dead and will die. Ruined Batman's oath of not killing. Like my that point. man's a murderer. My that exact man point. Is a no, that man <laughs> killing people. That man murking. That man murking people. Don't get me wrong. Do I like it? Do I like those scenes? Absolutely. It shows how ruthless Batman is. But Batman doesn't kill. Okay, my Batman doesn't kill. We'll talk about that later. I'll go more detail about that later. But it's just not the time or the place. But besides the point. Um, since we're done with that, we're going to go into legacies really quick or the legacy of the Batman. Um, as we mentioned, we're this is we're recording this on a Monday. I hate dating podcasts, but I'm going to do it right now. We're recording this on a Monday. The movie is reported, like I said, to $258 million. Um, Matt Reeves has said if it does well, he wants to do a trilogy. And right now that they're developing a Gotham City HBO Max series where it's like Batman Year One or Batman Year Zero, and they're gonna make it more horror Gothamy, Gothamy, and then the second one is gonna be the Penguin TV series on HBO Max. That is what I'm looking forward to because Colin Farrell did a phenomenal fucking job as Penguin. Specifically, one of my favorite scenes. Thank you for bringing that up, William. Derek. So when he brought up his beak, if you go look back at the scene where they're in the rain and. And Penguin is like grinding his teeth when he hears the Batmobile roaring. His he has a nose that looks like it's beaking. But when he goes yeah. and gets interrogated by Gordon and Batman, the beak isn't there. And I'm like, it's a regular nose, right? And I'm like, wait, hold on, what? And like I was saying earlier, maybe it might have been the lighting, but I don't know. We'll find out. I don't know. Well, I William said that too, but yeah, but I was like, yeah, right. We'll find out when we get to my when we get later, but um. They, as we mentioned, they teased Joker. Bet Reeves already stated that he don't know if he's going to use Joker as much, but he might. But um, I do want to see some villains. I'm not going to tell y'all yet because I, I want to hold this off until y'all had your conversation. So, William, if they're going to make two more Batman movies, what villains do you want to see in these, in these new Batman movies? I want to see a good Two Face being done, be done uh, like a whole Two Face movie, like where it's like I, I, I think that would be cool. Okay, so you want, okay, so you want a a better version of the Dark Knight, just instead of a villain making Two Face, it's Two Face all together. Okay, yeah, Two Face all together, or hmm. I want to see somebody that hasn't been done before. You know what I'm saying? I'm tired. I, like, the Joker's great. Like, I love the Joker. I really do. But we've had the Joker so many times For too now. damn long. Yes, I agree. So we need to, like, if they're going to, they can do the Joker later. But let's do something else. And maybe do the Joker for the third movie or some shit. I don't know. Like, everybody always wants to see the Joker. I get it. Because the Joker is Batman's best criminal or villain, you know? Um... Maybe Doctor Freeze. I don't know. Doctor Freeze kind of is lame. Uh, but if they Freeze do it, is... but okay, if they do course. it right, if they do it right, they can. Mister Freeze could be. He can be menacing. dope. 
Yeah, yes. I just thought about that. Even though he's more of a B-list, and I didn't really know about him until the Dark Knight, or not Dark Knight, the Arkham series, since they already teased uh, Joker or the Riddler, and he already has a cult following him. What is what, what was his name, Julian, in the Arkham uh, video games? Anarchy? Anarchy? No, what was it? Anarchy? No, 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 no. Tell me, tell me the side quest. I think we're on the same page. Tell me what the side quest was. It was, I think it was on Batman Arkham Origins. It was about this one guy who was, who wanted to, um, he wanted to liberate Gotham from the higher ups trying to dismantle its, um, the city that's, that's, uh, governing it. He didn't like how the politician and everything was running it. And so him and uh-huh. his cult. Oh, oh, you are talking about anarchy. Yeah. Well, okay. I see that. I wanted somebody else, but I, I understand where you're going with that. Okay. I can dig that. I can dig that. Okay. It was just a okay. Okay. Anybody else? Anybody else yet? Uh, I can't think of anybody else right now. Okay. Derek? No. Because then you guys should play Anarchy saying that his motivation or inspiration was from the Riddler. I don't know. It was just an idea, but I don't know if that'll work. So. But I agree with William about Mr. Freeze in Two Face. So Matt Reeves has confirmed him and Robert Panson both like the idea that Mr. Freeze could be another potential villain that they want to explore because they want to give him justice, just like they did Riddler's justice for this movie. Um, now I, I kind of told Derek and the audience, if you have watched the Batman, you can also agree with this as well. You do not need to stay in for the post-credit sequence. However, for those who stay at the end of the post-credit sequence, yes, I'm, I already gave you your spoiler territory, so you, you already know this is coming. What they have at the end of the movie is, you remember when they did the URL, when they went to Ratalata, and they basically, Joker was like, I mean, not Joker, but Riddler was like, hey, I want to play a game with you. Give me a riddle. I'm going to tell you who my next victim is, right, before he finds out that it's Bruce. So at the end of the credit sequence, that little question mark with the, the um, less than, greater than sign, it basically types out goodbye. But while it's typing out goodbye at the end of the credits, like at the final end of the movie, is a catch if you missed it URL link, which is ratalada.com. I'm going to say this now for anybody who wants to go and give this a shot now before I I spoil it. If you guys want to wait until the reveal happens, please pause pause this podcast, come back to it after you do the the ratalada thing. But here I go. So when you go to the URL, well, actually, damn, it's gone now. When you did the URL, it takes you to Joker doing a game with, I mean, Joker. I keep saying Joker. Um, When Riddler makes you do a game, it makes you do three riddles, and he's going to click you for a reward or click you for a prize, right? He gets you three riddles. You cannot Google them. It will not let you move out of the web page. You got to do those riddles. You got to continue playing them until you get the answers right. If you get the answers right, it gives you a video. The video is a Thomas Wayne campaign, same thing, the campaign thing that Riddler submitted when he was showing, like, the Waynes are, like, assholes or they're grimy and stuff like that. What happens is in that same campaign video, they basically show a word on there, and it's it's an explanation point, and it's hush. Yes, Derek, hush. So I was like, Thomas Elliot might be coming back, because remember, the reporter... That was killed. His name was Edward Elliot, right? What if that's Thomas Elliot 
as Edward Elliott's dad, and he's coming back to try to kill Batman. And that would make sense because I think in actual comic books, what um Thomas Elliot runs with Riddler to basically ruin Batman's life. Yes. Oh, and, and Hush was uh Hush. Well, Thomas Elliot was very oh, he was a surgeon just like um uh Thomas like Wayne. Thomas Wayne. Exactly. Didn't so, they two start in the hospital together? I don't know. I yes. No, no, no. In the comics, they did start a house hospital together. They were best friends when they grew up and all that yeah. shit. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. So I was like, so are we are we teasing Hush? Is that what we're doing here? And then somebody said it could be calendar man, it could be whatever. I'm like, bro, whatever. So so I went to go back to the website to go check and see if I was right. I was so what they did is you can't go look at that video anymore. If you go to Ratalada right now, Ratalada.com right now, there's a loading screen and it's saying waiting until load is complete. And it's like at 48, 49% right now. There's supposed to be a reveal that they're showing in a couple of days. I don't know what the reveal is, but there is a reveal coming. Long story short, it's a cipher and somebody ciphered it from Riddler's um, letters that he was doing from the last couple of months. And it says that you think that I'm done yet. No, this is only just the beginning. So, which means that either A, Riddler has another um, scheme up his sleeve, or we're getting a big reveal and we find out who our next villain is, which I think it's Hush. I think it's Hush, Calendar Man, or Mr. Freeze. One of the two. Hmm. I want it to be Hush, because like, like, I know you said that, um, and I know from pre-podcast we were talking about that, um, you know, Matt Reeves is probably not doing so much focus on the horror element. He's just really focusing on the dark element, the dark, dark element, noir the five, elements, uh, yeah. dark noir elements of Batman's story. But I'm not gonna lie, with the with the uh, with the new plans for this new HBO series, it's gonna be more like an Arkham uh, Arkham horror show. I wouldn't be surprised if they actually do Hush and just. But the only thing is, that I just don't want to follow the same trope as the Riddler, him killing people, and Bruce had to figure out. You know what's next. I just don't want to just follow the same trope as um, yeah, as elements going in for the Batman. But if they do do Hush, I just want to do a little bit differently. I agree. We I don't know what Matt Reeves can do with that if he does that. I think the other thing is is you can do the Nomad Land thing, meaning like when all Gotham is basically where it's at right now, all hell breaks loose and all the villains are like. Let's wreak havoc and let's control Gotham. And like, you can literally do a story where Batman is literally trying to like put back put Gotham back in order with Jim Gordon. You can do that. I don't know, but like you said, if you're gonna do Hush, just don't have him just killing the elite again. Don't don't do that. Yeah, that's not the issue. I just don't want him to just be don't do that. Elite. Yeah, but I digress. But and all in all, all, go ahead. No, I was also thinking about possible another villain, but they're still too fresh and they're only popularity cool. because of the new fifty two. So what the Court of Owls? I don't know. Everybody wants the Court of Owls. Why? Why? This I don't, I don't the only reason The only reason why oh yeah, that is true. They're basically the the obsesses. The only reason why I say that is because, you know, now with Falcone gone. Now the power of who could be the greatest crime uh, crime syndicate, syndicate and got it Gotham is on the rampage. So that is on. Is on, is on I don't know. Hmm. I'll let it slide this time. I'll let I don't it know. Slide this time. Whatever. I I'll be fine either way. I just want a new movie. 
if you make it three hours, please make it as good as the three hours that you gave me. That's all I ask. But that's that's literally all I ask. But all right. do you have any opinions? No, I mean I, I'm just we'll just see whenever it happens. I don't know. <laughs> Understandable. Don't know. Now, with that being in mind, um, last thing before we head out, I guess we we'll do it here. Great, great, Mr. Owens. Oh, oh, final grade. This whole Ross movie. I give it a B. Damn, William. <laughs> I think I'll give this one a B plus, A minus, A minus. Yeah. And mine's like a very close to A B B plus. Like it's yeah, see, he got a B plus, A minus. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I figured. I okay. feel bad that I got the lowest. I gave the low score. I'm, I'm surprised you gave this movie a B. I was. Yeah. I felt like that was disrespectful. But all right, whatever. That is disrespectful. Ah, you, that's what you want. Can wanted, I curve right? it? Can I curve it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you want to be nice? Okay. Yeah, whatever. The, the yeah, kid I came crying be. back to Derek's office. Came in in his, uh, his office hours with tears. Why'd you give me this grade? <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I'm rounding up for you. I'm rounding up. I promise. Oh, oh, oh. All right, then. Sorry, we took over an hour to talk about spoilers, but it is what it is. So, without that, people, that was our spoiler spoiler review of the Batman. What did you guys think of it? Comment, let us know how you feel about it. Um, like I said, you can catch us regularly, not regularly, you'll see us some months. I'll talk. Of the podcast, just follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram. Um, also, rate us on Spotify and Apple Apple Podcasts so we can get the numbers up and continue to do episodes. Next time, when I want Derek and William on, I want us to argue. Besides arguing about Batfleck or talk about how great Batfleck was, we gotta we gotta have our argument about the Avengers movies, and I'm gonna need somebody to be a medium between that because that that's a podcast worth talking about. Oh God. Yes, we are going to... You thought I forgot about Infinity War and Endgame. No, I have not forgot about that conversation. We are going <laughs> to have that conversation. <laughs> but, that's going to be a heated conversation. And that's why I say I need a, I need a, I need a non-biased medium to come and facilitate that conversation because I feel like you and, you and Derek are going to try to argue me down and I'm going to I'm gonna have to stand my it's ground. It's going to be two against one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why I was like, I need, a, I need somebody in the middle that's like not as biased. So I, I, when I get that person, I'll see you on here. But until then, guys, thank you for joining us. We appreciate all the love and support and we'll see you guys next time.